Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right. This is officially the last podcast, Stay on Target podcast of uh, 2007. Wait, 2016. Yeah, there you go. We're about to enter into 2017. And depending on when you listen to this, this might be your first Stay on Target podcast that you will be listening to in the new year. But we were recording this in, quote, unquote, the old year. That's confusing. Very confusing. This is the last one of 2016. It's true. It's true. Next week will be the first one of 2017. <laughs> That's right. And so this is also the last one of like uh, the, the holiday music, the holiday Stay on Target intro. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. We'll have a brand new Stay on Target intro next week. Wait, we will? No. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Maybe? Maybe? <laughs> no, it's going to be the same same intro. Tune in to find out. We'll leave them on the edge of their seats. Chris. So this week, what have you been up to, John? <laughs> Well, first of all, this week it's episode 190. We are only 10 episodes away from 200. From 200. That does not make sense, dude. This is crazy, right? I feel like I feel like 100 was in the middle of the summer. Well, no, the 100 was uh was like April or May or something like that. And so how, how are we I don't know. That's a good question, Chris, but we've been doing it. I mean, I guess you figure, okay, so each year... Only in April, I guess. Yeah, each year, you know, is is, is about 50 episodes, but like it's more than 50 uh, episodes. Because we do every single week, and so and we don't miss. True, true. So I mean, we're doing. You know, you move it ahead every two weeks. I guess every we moved 50. The, yeah, so I guess we moved it ahead month. by a whole month. Like Interesting. Hundred. Yeah, so I guess the, when will this happen? It'll happen sometime in like February, March, that sort of thing. So I think it'll be. Yeah, we. Well, uh, yeah, March sometime. I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Probably like the second week in March, something like that. Yeah, it's the first full week of March, but the second episode of March. So yeah, it's March. That's crazy. It will air on March tenth. Dude, we gotta we gotta start planning 200, that. Two hundred, man. Two hundred. It's crazy. It's exciting. Um, but yeah, Chris, this week we're reviewing uh the Assassin's Creed movie. Yep. And uh, we'll be talking about that later. But uh, yeah, and this week I have been. It's been Christmas. Yeah. The holiday. Yeah. Um, but uh, but but. There is a big asterisk there because I was like, Catherine and I were both sick on Christmas Eve and Christmas. Like, so you bailed on Christmas. So, so basically, Christmas like just did, didn't happen. Like, you guys came over, you and Didi came over, and like we opened gifts and exchanged right. gifts. That sort of thing. That was super fun. Yes, but that was like one of those one of those moments where I, like after you guys left, I was like, that was awesome to be like a normal thing. Like yeah. that was a normal type of a thing, you know, yeah. where it was like every day before that had been like. We were about to leave on Christmas Eve whenever, like, the sickness hit, yeah. uh, hit Catherine, and then we were about to leave on Christmas, and then it yep. hit me. And so whatever crazy, you know, virus that we had, it was perfectly timed with the holiday. And yep. uh, rather than exchanging that gift with you, we decided yes. uh, that that was not a smart call. Well, I thank you for that. It was it was definitely weird not having you guys there. Yeah, it was weird. Like, it, was it was weird, weird not my, being there. That's my first uh, Christmas slash birthday without you yep so that was emotional yeah yeah i was super sad like i I remember so it was uh it was on christmas night well i guess it would have been the day after christmas morning whenever i had woken up i'd been basically asleep that entire day because i was feeling terrible and i woke up and it was about 2 a.m and i got really like sad and depressed i was like we just missed it like it's not something you get back you know but uh but yeah so the uh the emotions were running high at the at the uh, at the right house, probably both both of them, right so. houses. Yeah, um, but yeah, so that's that was that was a crazy time. I actually uh, 
due to that, I was able to level up my Destiny character. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. And then, uh, so I actually ran the Nightfall. So I, I didn't think that was going to be possible to run the Nightfall mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. this week or whatever. But uh, but I actually was able to just kind of like get it, get it there um, over the course of the weekend. Awesome. So it was fun. That's cool. It was a wild one, Chris. What have you been up to this week? Well, yeah, so uh, we went up to Illinois for uh, for Christmas, so spent a lot of time driving, a lot of time just uh, Christmas scene. Christmas everything. scene, I like it, the verb. Uh-huh. And uh, and so since I've come back, I haven't, I've, I've basically done almost nothing that we talked about last week. Yep. That I wanted to get done, but that's the next few days. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, we did, did discuss how like this week we would have to record, you know, and then we'd have a whole other weekend, yeah. like the, the the less busy weekend, right. basically. Right. Um. Uh. Before before we yeah. would go into I the, thought it'd the be less, we- less busy until I got a leak in my roof, and mm. I've got to fix that tomorrow, mm. or at least investigate it mm. tomorrow. I, I just envisioned you like with Darkwing Duck's uh, magnifying glass. Yes, <laughs> just walking around. That's definitely what it's like. Um, Did we so, used to have Darkwing Ducks like uh, whenever we were kids? Didn't we have magnifying we did. glasses that were like branded were, Darkwing? Duck? Yeah. Did they? Didn't they have like pins on the inside? No, wait. They, they had like a visor on it. Yeah, or a visor, and it was like they're big. But then again, we were small, so they might not might not have been that they're big. Probably normal size now. They're probably normal size. But we yeah. should find those. Mm, we should. I don't know where they would be. The, did I send you? I think. There was something Darkwing Duck coming out soon. Oh, there's a Darkwing Duck pop coming out. That's what out. it is. Pop yeah, the green. I'm totally I want getting that. those. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so side that was yeah. Just the Darkwing Duck aside, you know, we take those occasionally. So I uh, I played SRL the other night um, for the first time. Yeah. Destiny SRL um, Sparrow Racing League. What did you think? Oh, it was great. Uh, it was just everything I remembered. Um, they've made some changes to like the way the boosts work and to, like some of the gates are in different places. Yeah, different angles, uh, that sort of thing. Uh huh. And then uh, the new tracks are pretty cool. So yeah. I was super happy about that. Um, that was fun. Uh, we, we went and watched uh, Rogue One again. That's right. I, yeah, yeah. That was, that was interesting, dude. The second viewing is an interesting experience on that movie. Yeah. I, I followed the storyline a lot better this time. Yeah, and you get a lot more like exposition of like certain characters, like details that you, that are just in like one line of dialogue. Yeah. And you're like, oh, now I understand that character a lot better because the first time somebody was clapping or yeah, like yeah. somebody was laughing or whatever during that line, or it's right. just somehow you missed it, you know. I uh, I'm I'm really intrigued to uh, to dive into Catalyst. I picked up the book. It's a prequel book to Rogue One. Mm, you actually got it then. You mentioned yes. it on our review, yes. but that oh, existed. I got, I got it for Christmas. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to, and I also um, uh, got Tarkin the novel Tarkin. So I don't know, I don't I don't remember where that fits into the canon, but it has to be before New Hope, right? <laughs> so right. hopefully, maybe that will like flesh out some more of Tarkin's mindset during this time as well. Yeah, or maybe even just the transition from. Um, it would be interesting to see the transition from the Republic to the Empire from his perspective right. too, it'll, because he was in both. You it'll know? be interesting to see if Krennic is in this. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I hadn't even considered that. Like mm-hmm. that he would be in the Tarkin book. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that would make sense because it was Tarkin's project that he started. You know, the Death Star project right. like way back in the past. But then Krennic kind of like was the the head of that, and so yeah, yeah, he potentially could be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Interesting. So I'm, I'm looking forward to both those. Um, we we watched. Uh, I watched The Shallows last night. Nice. Um, it was it was a good movie. Uh, that one was one back in the summer that I mm-hmm. didn't see that I wanted to see in yep. theaters, like because it was it, it looked like really intense. Yeah, it looked uh, intriguing. There was like a cool kind of a story. Was 
It kind of reminds me. It's like a well. It's kind. I think it's kind of a cross between like the ruins mm. and um, Jaws, or you know, like some other kind of shark movie. Um, it's definitely a survival like horror kind of vibe to yeah. it. But it's beautifully shot, super well acted. I would say the 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 graphics on the shark are kind of hokey at times. But well, that's why they, uh, you know, with with Jaws, you don't see the shark as often, right? You know, so. there were there were several times when we should not have seen the shark on yeah. this. Sometimes less is more with the, with the horror things, like especially with CG. Like if it's a CG thing that you're not gonna quite nail, then it's like, well, it's it's actually scarier if you don't see it, right? Um, I actually, while we were sick, uh, we watched uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, mm. and we watched the movie Race as well, which is uh, which is uh, the Jesse Owens story mm-hmm. um, uh, with the I think the 1936 Olympics in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those were really good. Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh my goodness, dude! I I can't believe some of the animation in that movie. Like nice. it's it's uh it's it's like stop motion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was, I was amazed at some of the set pieces and the, like the scale and like to the point where I forgot that it was like stop motion, um, at certain points. And I mean, it just doesn't look like stop motion. It right. looks just like normal, you know, Pixar computer animated things. There were a couple of times where it was like just a, a, a single shot of like a, a, a scene or like a market or something like that. And you're like, ah, I can tell that they didn't quite spend as much time on these models. But like, other than that, like it was just completely like you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they took like, it's a, it took 10 years to make this movie um, just it's because insane. of all of it. And, uh, and it was, it was, unique like even from a storyline perspective it's a it's a really unique story really great acting uh mm-hmm. voice acting um yeah i think people should go check it out like i mean it may not necessarily be for younger audiences like there's some like kind of intense and things that happen in there like mature themes that sort of thing like old fairy tale style stuff um but yeah it's it's a really good one man Nice. And then race was 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 good as well. It was a interesting look at like the political and uh, and and the worldwide perspective of like what was going on with that Olympic Games. Yeah. Super fun. That's cool. Yeah. But that's what I've been up to this week. Is that <laughs> I what, think you already finished I, yours. I know. I, I did a few <laughs> minutes ago, and then I like you mentioned movies. You like, oh wait, mine. I've seen movies in my <laughs> you know six six state. So yeah. No, I'm done too. Okay, so that's what we've been up to this week. Yeah. So Chris, I think it's time to go into the. All right, John. So our only piece of news really this week. Yeah. We're going to talk about uh, Carrie Fisher passed away the, earlier this week. Or so like let's let's go to the whole story. Yeah. Before Christmas, um, she they she was on a plane um, from London to L.A. and had some kind of like they said cardiac um, arrest. It was, I guess it was a heart attack. Yeah. Like a cardiac like, event is what yeah, they that's what it was. event that's what it was yeah so like whatever that was um, but uh, then she went into the emergency room that like they they administered CPR and stuff on the plane got her to a local hospital uh, once they landed in LA um, she was in the emergency room for about a day it seemed like and then the next day she was in the ICU mm-hmm. and in stable condition listed mm-hmm. in stable condition and then um, I guess that was the day after Christmas the twenty sixth she uh, passed away that morning. Um, Right? Or no, it was the next morning. The 27th, morning. yeah. The 27th, she passed away that morning. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that's a bummer. It was unexpected, uh, e- especially even after the heart attack. It was kind of unexpected because of uh, her stable condition. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
uh, was a surprise to uh, her family, her friends, her fans, and she leaves a whole a huge hole in um, the not only the Star Wars universe, but just like the uh, the hearts and minds of her fans and um, and the industry as a whole. Yeah, it's 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 interesting um, and weird whenever celebrities and and public figures pass away it's it's weird how that affects everyone and how i mean especially like affects you know you personally and things like that it's just like the sadness and things like that you're just like man and and in this one specifically like it's she's such a an iconic role and you know so many people including us like grew up uh with with her as princess leia Mm -hmm. and you know and it's just it's heartbreaking to uh, to not have that, you know, just to, for it to be there and then for it to not be there all at once like that, yeah. you know? Yeah, well, and the thing is, like, she was relatively young. You know, she's 60 years old. Um, and, I mean, she's been through some hard times. Like, it's well documented. She, she struggled with um, depression and um, mental illness and spoke out about, like, uh, you know, people getting help and, yeah. you know, kind of normalizing, you know, getting help for that, which was awesome. Um, yeah. But, you know, as a result of that, she also, like, struggled with alcohol and drug abuse. And so, like, definitely her body's been through the ringer. Yeah. And um, so, like, in that way, it's not necessarily as much as a surprise. No, but and that that's part of, like, what is amazing about her as well, about her story, is that the the whole, you know, with, with her struggling with, with the illnesses and with alcoholism and being completely, like, honest about these things mm-hmm. and and opening up to, to everyone about the her story and about all of these these uh, aspects of her life. And from that perspective, it's like this advocate of, you know, mental health and of, uh, you know, just personal betterment is, is gone as well, mm-hmm. so... She also like she held a a big pl- spot in everyone's heart for like she's a she was a strong female um, character and played these strong female characters in not only Star Wars but um, her other films that she was in she was a great um, script writer script doctor like they would have you know her look at scripts and like kind of just figure things out um, you can go online and find you know like you can see like JJ's response to her and um, Kathleen Kennedy's and Lucasfilm as a whole. Um, and just see like the kind of impact that they made, she made on those like people's lives and the productions that they worked on, and uh, it's a profound loss, you know, to have for this to happen. Um, the she was kind of Hollywood royalty in in a sense. Both of her parents, like her her dad was a a, a singer, her her mother was a um, an actress, um, and I think also singer. Mm-hmm. She also passed away today, like yeah. literally, like. <laughs> We got the notification about what? We got Half out of an the hour movie. ago. Yeah, we yeah, got out um, of the movie, and it was and and uh, Debbie Reynolds had passed away. So yeah, yeah. um, all this, you know, like whenever he's, it's it's super sad, but it's like that doesn't diminish the life that she lived or the roles that she she had, and um, we should be thankful and um, celebrate her her life and her body of work and what she was able to achieve and accomplish in Hollywood and um, the the things that she was an advocate for and and care about those like she was an empowering figure like yeah. not only for for women but also for for like guys like yeah. she was the, the the symbol of the rebellion because like Luke's not a part of the rebellion mm-hmm. you know Han Solo's not a part of the rebellion at that point she's she's your contact with the rebellion in yeah. a new hope and uh, and even up until you know up up through the current movies you know she's the general yeah, of the she's uh, in charge of it of she's the, the face. rebellion right yeah so um, 
moving forward with the actual franchise, uh, all of episode eight has been shot and it's in post production. So um, we will see her reprise her role there. She has a special coming out with her uh, mom. It was like, is it on HBO? I think it's what it is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was like a thing that they did. Um, so we'll see her there. And I think there was a couple other like TV things that she did uh, that will come out. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they handle uh, episode nine. She was supposed to be, she was on all the way through episode nine. And, uh, like I don't know if they'll pull a Hunger Games kind of like let's do her digitally kind of thing, like throw her in there to to make sense, or if they'll try to do something in with with the script in Episode Eight that they've already shot, you know, um, and and uh, kind of explain her absence that way. I'm not really sure. I mean, I hope that they they do something where it's not just like a complete like she's just gone or something like yeah. that, you know, and just completely absent that sort of thing. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they end up handling that. Because last, like honestly, the last thing I want, you know, as a Star Wars fan, uh, is for them to just completely, it's you know, it's it, you know, it's it's hard to not, it's hard to not let real life affect stories. You know what I mean? Like mm. the the movies, and you know, you think about let's use Hunger Games as an example. Um, what was that character's name? I cannot remember. Plutarch. Plutarch's character was like extremely like truncated um, in that last like film because um, he wasn't able to to play him. Um, you, you almost hate, you know, like like I want I want Leia like obviously in the Star Wars universe like Leia unless they explain it in, in Episode Eight Leia is still there, you know, mm. like so how do you how do you explain that or like do that in a way that still makes sense for this world? Um, without the resources you have in the real world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you just, you just hate for like, well, if there was a story there that included Leia, I still really want that story to be told. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know that you can at this point. Yeah. Or how, or do you figure out how to, or, if, you know, like, and I've seen it done. You know, I, I feel like Hunger Games was halfway there. Mm-hmm. Well, there's some things that are more recent that looked better. And then they're like, you go on the far end of the spectrum that looks bad was whenever they did. Um, they brought Paul Walker back for some final scenes for Fast and Furious 7. Mm. Um, like I don't think I used, saw it. They used his brother and then put, like, Paul's, for his body and put Paul's face on him. And it was like, eh, you know, that's the bad side of the spectrum, I think. Mm. I think, you know, and then and then there's the there's the off, off-camera, off-camera explanation. You know, source, explanation somehow. And it's yeah. like, I don't know that, that that necessarily serves it, but I don't know. We'll see. Okay, John. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. The first great video game movie with a question oh, mark on the, the end of that's that That's the statement. title of the segment. That's the title of the segment. <laughs> I thought you were making a, a statement there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was, I, that's the title, man. There's a big question mark at the end of that. I mean, I'm going to definitively tell you right now it's better than Doom. So. Uh, <laughs> yes. The, the Dwayne Johnson one, the rock one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely better. <laughs> Uh, and I like The Rock a lot. I mean, you know rock, how much I love The Rock. The Rock makes up for a lot. I mean, you can have a crappy movie, put The Rock in it. I'm like, I love this. I know, right? Okay, except for Doom. Except for Doom. <laughs> okay, so oh, uh, first off, what is your? Have you played any of the Assassin's Creed games? What is your experience uh, with Assassin's Creed? Very, very light. Uh, okay, and I've, I've I've not gotten through any of them, and I've played like levels here and there. Okay. And uh, Assassin's Creed, I played the most on Assassin's Creed Liberation, which is on the Vita. Ah, uh, yes. And yes. Uh, I played the most on that. Um, and it was fun. Cool. But, yeah, I mean, it was, it's... it's That's uh, my copy you're playing off of, I know it? it is. It mm-hmm. is, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I haven't finished it or anything, so... 
I played uh, def- I played Assassin's Creed Three. Didn't finish it. I got like halfway in, like to the. I got about eight hours into this thing, man. Is and that? I, it, which one is that? And I, that was the one. Well, that's the one that's set in colonial times. Okay. This is the thing. We're gonna do like a mini kind of commentary on the games real quick. I think the stories are fantastic. Mm. It's whenever it comes down to the gameplay, and the it's mechanics. like this sucks so hard. Yep. That I cannot play a second more. And I was eight hours into this game and still had not hit the, like, there's, at one point you switch characters from Kenway to, um, uh, I can't remember his name, somebody. Anyway, and uh, had not Interesting. had not switched characters yet. And, like, that was the majority of the game, the part where you switch characters. So, the, with uh, my experience with it is the same, where it's, like, the the big drawback for me has always been, like, I'm going to climb on this roof and it's the like the the most kind of weirdest mechanically thing in the world. Like yeah, I just want to get yeah. on this roof. Yeah. Just put me on the roof, I mean, Chris. I liked Liberation. And for a Vita game, it was like I bought like the the Assassin's Creed white Vita for it, you nice. know, and like all that kind of stuff. Nice OLED screen. Yeah, yeah. And and so uh I really liked that um Assassin's Creed. Just not a huge fan of Assassin's Creed 3 and I've been wanting to play Black Flag for years because one of my friends like loves it and yeah. played through it like twice and was like, good grief. Well, like, it's, it's pirates. I know. And then, you know, that's the thing, you know, like this again, we go back to the story, like the stories of these sound super cool. Then you play them and you're just like, wow. Um, I've also read several of the Assassin's Creed comics. Nice. Um, and I enjoyed those. Like I enjoy the stories again, stories like this story is super cool and super like intriguing. And, um, that's the part that I think holds, um, holds over and like, this story of this movie is super cool. Yeah, like the premise of the movie is totally there. Like I was, I was with it. Uh, the like for the majority of the movie. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, that definitely it translates. Where it lost me. We can't do spoilers. I know we're not going to do spoilers. There's a spoiler-free version. And we'll we'll do the spoilers. But like where it lost me was it like. Uh, a lot of the pacing and things yeah. like that. Like there are some pacing issues. Well, we can with get to it. why I think I can explain why those pacing issues are there and like the differences between this movie and the games. Mm, interesting. And, uh, so we can go into that here in a second, but, um, yeah, in terms of the, the action, super yeah. cool. Oh yeah. Like, all the action sequences were awesome. And the set pieces were, were really fun. Set I mean, pieces, yeah. And some of the, uh, some of those action sequences like harkened back to like, old action movies and I haven't seen the likes of which like those types of, of scenes since like Pirates of the Caribbean 1 or something mm, like that. There's mm-hmm. like some yeah, of the those, horses and stuff. Yeah, like, like the chase sequences. Yeah, the chase I was like, this is like something from an old Western or something. Like something I would expect, you know, in a, a shoot 'em up like Western. Right. And then like that felt really cool. Like that was, those were my favorite things and it's like the times in between that, yeah. like I was always kind of, I felt like I was biding my time to that next big, right. uh, you know, action scene. Right. Um, Yes, definitely. I, I'm I'm totally with you there. Uh, the actors, I think they did a great job. They picked like I mean, great people to portray these characters. Yeah, there's a phenomenal. The job. whole cast was really yeah. good. Michael Fassbender, Marion. Uh, what? How do we say we pronounce it? Uh, Colts Colts of the Air. Colts of the Air. Yeah, there that's what it is. Um, and uh, and so like they did a great job. Super super uh, impressed there. The music. Really cool. I liked it a lot. I, I will say that they were very resistant, and it's probably because of some of the uh, the, the pacing. Because if but they were very resistant to like 
silence or uh, like no no music or low music well, even like there was always like multiple drones going on at once you know there's always in the this, action sequences yes well I mean even like whenever you're in some of the in between scenes um, I was like why why are we like why is it as mm. noisy as it is in here right now. Mm. Um, where you're like, there's one scene in particular, and this isn't a spoiler or anything, but like you're in uh, a big kind of marble building. Mm. And I was just like, you know, there, this is a weird spot for there to be like electric guitars droning on. Oh, and, yeah. and I was just like, that's, that's really strange. But like there were moments like that that were a little bit disconnected. But I loved the themes. Yeah. I loved like whenever the main like kind of uh, Assassin's Creed theme would mm -hmm. come in that they've written oh, for yeah. this. It just felt so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I loved the music, so. The graphics looked great. Like, there was only a couple of times, and it was, like, very small things, like, where it's like, oh, well, you know, that that moment right there, that one second didn't, like, there was one thing that didn't look right. But, mm. like, overall, I loved, loved everything See, that I didn't was notice going anything. on there. Really? Yeah. There was a couple times in, like, uh, some of the, the quick cuts of the action where it's, like, a platform would, would move, uh -oh. and you would be like, ah. But then again, I wasn't really watching for that. There's also uh, a piece of like the premise with that that might, you know, you know, you could technically explain it. In yeah, canon. you could, you could, you could explain it. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, like if you like Assassin's Creed, you like action movies. Like this is a fun action movie. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be disappointed by it. Yeah. Um, it, you know, in terms of like the the depth, you know, I don't think you're, you don't get a ton of character development necessarily, um, and so like. This isn't an Oscar-winning film, but most action movies aren't. Like, right. I mean, I, you know, you stack it up next to uh, Fast and Furious and Star Trek, and you know, some other things that are just like straight up like these are action movies. You know, right? Um, and I think it holds its own. It does. It does definitely does. It has its own like tone about yeah. it too, which I, I found like intriguing to me because I was yeah. I was sitting there, I was like, well, I was like, you know, you have this the spectrum uh, of action movies where it's like, oh, you have like kind of the Marvel movies where it's like, oh, these are really funny and they're fun and they're lighthearted, and then you have like Fast and Furious movies where it's like, oh, this is really like it's cool and it's got the attitude and stuff like that, and this kind of is its own thing because it's very serious, yeah. but it also like in those action sequences, you're having a lot of fun, yeah. like as as a viewer watching this happen. And sure, it may be serious and, and have a you know a, a heavier tone than some of those, but it definitely still feels like those where it's like, hey, this is still a, a fun thing to watch. Yeah, and I think it took the Assassin's Creed world seriously. Right. Uh, it didn't, you know, like uh, a couple things can happen sometimes whenever you make adaptations of video game worlds. You try to either like overly simplify and change the weird things, or you try to over-explain them. Mm. And neither one of those happened. No. And uh, but and it was just like this is this is what it is. This yeah. is you know, this is cool. Uh, it may be weird, but like we're gonna explain it for to you, you know, like as much as we can, as much as makes sense in this uh, movie. Um, visual super cool. I thought like the the, um, the sh all the shots were really cool. The cinematography was great. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it, dude. I did too, man. It was it was way more than I thought it was. I See, would. See, I, I enjoyed it about as much as I figured I would because I mean, it, and it. I think I think it's one of those just like uh, a lot of like the those summer action movies or yeah. whatever you know and it just comes at a weird time it, it does it's probably it, would have been done better in the summer I feel like it would too and I was like man we were trying to sneak this out like after Star Wars yeah and it's like right at the end of the year the last week of the year and I just wondered why they they kind of buried it here I don't know and it's. I mean, you think about the year. I think about how, like, how what when movies come out and things like that, and, yeah. and when this would potentially do better. And it's like it would do better in a less crowded space, as far as like 
the competition of like looking at the movie list. It's like you but see when Star is that Wars. Is the question, you know, like I don't know. That's a good point because you were talking about March being like that's a packed month in 2017, mm-hmm. and so then you get into like okay, you're up against you know things in the summer like uh, like. Um, Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. The new Pirates of the Caribbean. Or, you know, or this past summer, it's like you're you're going up against uh, a lot of other things. Well, I think next next year we have three Marvel movies, you know, like one in the the early spring, one in like the beginning of the summer, Mm -hmm. and one in the fall again, you know. It's like, so where do you put your movies um, whenever you're something like this? Yeah, I mean, still, like, uh, even though we can talk about this later, but like, it hasn't done extremely well, like, in America or um, even overseas, like in terms of whenever you compare it to other movies, but Fox has said like this is on pace with our our uh, expectations for this movie. So interesting. All right. I mean, I'd be cool if we got a sequel. I mean, I I, I think that's what everyone looking at this movie is hoping for, yeah. and so I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see because it's it's a uh, it's it's a good franchise that already has like a lot of like Built you think in about fan base. yeah you look, think about like new IPs and things like that and this isn't that like yeah. this isn't like a brand new movie completely out of nowhere this right. if you have an analog it's like oh it's as if there was a big fan base for a book or something and then this is a movie based on that so I don't know it's uh, hopefully it does does well enough to get a sequel and then we kind of move from there. So, so definitely go see this movie. I think like if you're an action fan, like if you're, you know, obviously if you're expecting a, an Oscar winning film, this is not it, but action movie fans, fans of Assassin's Creed, you'll like it. So I'll go more of a, a middle route there and say worth the watch. Definitely worth the rent after the fact or the yeah. buy after the fact yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at on it. All right. You ready to spoil this, Chris? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to count down. The spoiler clock is winding down. Here it comes. It's going in five, four, three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. I don't know. <laughs> What's a good spoiler? Um, they kill that dude at the end. Okay, <laughs> sure. It's a good spoiler. Um, yeah, they so, kill a lot of folks. They do kill a lot of folks. I mean, it's um, called Assassin's Creed. So let's let's dive in. Let's just continue our discussion. We were just talking about like for a second. So where I think that the um, the pacing was off in this. So like, you think about the way that Assassin's Creed games are structured, mm-hmm. and even the the comics to some extent. Um, most of the time is that you spend is spent in the animus in the past telling that story, not whatever janky stories going on in the present. Yeah. And I know they like made them like super intertwine here, but like the parts that I really wanted to see were all the action stuff and everything that was happening in the past. I didn't really care about like what was going on in the, uh, um, in the present. And I feel like that's where it's like the movie would lose its momentum. It lost its, um, you, you didn't really, you didn't get, understand he like, his motivations, Cal's motivations at all. That Whereas would be my you, biggest pr- you, critique of the entire movie was or, him, or like you, his motivations. You understand like his ancestors, like yeah. because he's part of the assassins, but c- until the end, Cal is not right. And a you lot. understand the enemy as well. Like every, yeah. you know, it was it was you understand kind of where everyone's coming from. And then I think in this one, Cal he switched like near the end in the third act. There, there was a twist like where he was like, oh, well, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna give them what they want and and that whole thing. And then 
after the next big action sequence, there was a big twist of like, hey, he's not actually going to do this. He's changed his mind. And like th- that jump didn't quite connect with me. Like I didn't know. First of all, it, we felt like we went from zero to 60 uh, on him being like, I'm going to take, you know, give them what they want. Because yeah, like he's right. very resistant to them up until that point. Right. And then he's like, no, I'm going to give it to him. And then the switch after that was like, I didn't quite like make that connection. That ride wasn't as smooth as it could have been. I mean, if I was going to, if I was going to, because this is, this is the story. This is more of a condensed story of Assassin's Creed where you find kind of this stuff about, um, Abstergo, what is it? Industries or something like that. Abstergo out like over time mm. and over several games. The fact that they're basically evil. Um, but, like and that's how I, I think I would have approached this. I was going to write a script for a movie for Assassin's Creed. I would have focused most of the time on the past, and the entire time you can think that Abstergo is the good guys, like you did, like through, like until like maybe like I don't know, like the second time you get like one of these in between sequences where you're right. just like walking around talking to everybody. Um, you like I, so focus on the past. And then, like, not till the end of the movie do you have, like, maybe in order to get the sequel twist, you know, at the end where you figure out, like, oh, they're actually going to use this for evil. You know, like, well, they got to stop them. And so, like, then the right. next movie can be about stopping them or whatever. Like, because I felt like, though it was kind of satisfying, the whole, like, well, I'm gonna, we're going to sneak into this um, this big, you know, victory speech, basically, and kill this dude and uh, and then run off and stand on a rooftop, like, that was a... That's the the ending of the movie. Like, yeah. really? I mean, there's no like now the uh, Brotherhood's back, or, or not not the Brotherhood. The the uh, the Assassin's Creed is back. Like, yeah. it's not like there was none of that. Yeah, there it's wasn't like, kind like of a, assumed. Yeah, you kind of you have to assume, and, and like, the, yeah. and that's the weird thing because early on, the first two acts of the movie, it feels like they're they're kind of giving you everything. They're like. You know, oh, and then there's this, and they're kind of telling you all of this information, and and then for the entire last act of the movie, you're just kind of left to infer and assume things to to make the jump of like, oh, I know, you know, I have a theory about why he's uh, why he's changed his mind now, or yeah. and then and then oh, I have a theory about what happens next, or and so like to go to make the, the complete switch in in the middle of a movie from like giving you all the information yeah. to basically give you none of the information was very odd to me. And I thought that was a weird switch. Oh, that being said, like, yeah. So like it was, it was, it was whenever Cal switched from the, like, well, I'm going to give them whatever they want to like, I'm going to be part of the Assassin's Creed. That was right. weird. Like it was, it made sense more for him. Um, you know, after he saw his mother and kind of saw her and talked to her than it did for Sophia, who I guess was seeing her mother. Like that wasn't entirely clear. Yeah. But it like wasn't. all this, you know, like then she's all over her dad, but like, that, that part didn't make sense where she's no. like, you're going to do this well, with it? Well, but then, I was doing it to get rid of violence, blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, you've right. been with these people for years. You didn't figure this out before now. Yeah, and then at the end like of the movie, she, she makes the other switch where it's like, I feel like if you were to do an, an, another movie, she would be the villain of it. Like, no. it felt like. Yeah, I don't like, know. I, I like I thought like there whenever she's like looking at her 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 father's body like dead dead there on the ground is like she kind of made the switch of like ah, I want to get revenge against uh, the people who killed them or whatever. So I don't know. Maybe I, that I, was a big play. But, what did she say there? Uh, that was the thing I couldn't understand. Yeah, I couldn't some, understand. Of the, some of the like, dialogue. That's what I'm saying. I don't think like you know obviously she's still with this group. Like she didn't like run out, but like right. I don't think she was upset that her. I think she that was more of a like 
you shouldn't have crossed me kind of a, a statement. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, like, because th- th- that's where, like, the, the final act of this movie kind of, like, is, is weird for me because it's you're left to just figure it out. Yeah. So, um, but I will say, like, there, the, uh, the other pacing issues, like, there were no pacing issues in the action. The action was, like, pretty pristine. Like, from a point A to point B perspective, it was just, it was super cool. Um, the in-between things, a lot of times, like, there was the you know, people, like, like shots where people were looking at each other or looking at things and that, and that were a very, like a little bit longer, like in the, that sequence there at the end, after he's, he's standing there in the animus and he sees his mother and has that whole thing. And then she's standing there looking at the person. Like there was a lot of like faces that we were seeing there with not a lot of like, I'm okay with that. Anything that, is, like, that That's not, a, I mean, I don't, the, the amount of time that it takes doesn't really matter to me. Like, and even like the, in the in-between stuff, like the, the problem is that they were trying to, they were trying to run this storyline where the Templars, they were trying to like explain how the Templars are Abstergo and mm-hmm. these are the assassins and what you, th- the people that you think are good are actually bad. Like they should have just like, just pick something. Yeah. 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 Because it was hard. It was weird switching between where, okay, well you go back in the past. You really want them to succeed, but then you go back into the future. Like, no, you don't want them to succeed. You don't want them to find this thing. Mm. Like, because then it leads obscure stairgo to it. And it's like, ah, these are just conflicting emotions. Like you need to yeah. be able to root for this guy, but you can't root for him because then it brings about the end of the world or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, no, that's 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 and, yeah, the and motivation they're to, switch. They're trying to set all that up in all these in between like stuff with like the assassins that are there and she goes he goes talks to his father and like mm. you gotta get and then they had this confusing thing where like well you have to like want to go in of your own volition. Like why is that even a thing? Yeah. Like, for, well, they tried to set that up like from the get go because they were it took it took them so long to get him into the uh, into the machine like and calibrated and all that whole thing that that, sequence, that was just too much yeah, exactly and that's kind of where where the like I was like okay you could have kind of just take that whole thing out yeah just cut that entire like plot line that storyline that side because it really takes you on like a side branch that doesn't lead anywhere satisfying there's a lot of movies that we watch you know and like you know it'll be like two and a half hours like that didn't feel like two and a half hours this is an hour and 55 minutes and felt every bit like an hour and 55 minutes yeah yeah yeah. i mean by the end i was like i'm i'm ready for this to be done like this is happening like too fast at the end but like i'm ready for this to be done because we've been right we spent so much time on just stuff that felt pointless in the end yeah um that uh yeah. Well, and then like you have the whole the breakout situation where like at the end everybody's breaking out and like he's you know being joined by other assassins. Which was cool. That was awesome. That was awesome. But like I didn't necessarily connect. Like they didn't spend any time like really building up those characters at all or figuring no. out like what do they want exactly or like how did they come to the realization um, that that of what's going on here like and that sort of thing. You just assume that they've tread the path the same path that he has. Yeah. At some point or I, another. I think like I understood that a little bit more because their motivations. You know, when it, once you figure out that they're the, actually the assassins, you mm-hmm. can then associate with um, what is this character in the past? Let me look at it. Hang on. Um, you can associate that with Aguilar's like motivations and like the rest of the assassins in the past. Like, yeah, so I guess that like, makes sense. They're so part of like the, they're, they're part the of the, line. the they're part of the creed, you know, and, and so. Though that's their aim is to protect the world, protect the world from this uh, apple. My other big question is like, okay, if you're just trying to keep this apple, you know, like this is an eternal battle to keep this apple out of the hands of the Templar. Why not just destroy the apple? I was about to say, why couldn't uh, Columbus have just dropped it off the side of the, the boat in on, the his, on his way over? <laughs> well, he told him to carry it to his deathbed, so. So he obviously carries he it right it back to straight Spain. Straight to his deathbed. Right back to Spain. 
Well, how would he know that they'd bring his body back to Spain? <laughs> That's true. I mean, he That's probably true. thought they'd leave his body in the in the uh, Bahamas, wherever he yeah, died, dude, or something like that. For sure, like uh, yeah, and th- like so that that you're right. Like, why not just like destroy it? Why are you why are you entrusting it to the the Sultan? And like, why are you entrusting it to these people? Um, I don't know. Yeah, why, why don't the assassins just keep it? Yeah, I mean, you know, they uh, keep giving it to these people who aren't assassins, right? Or who are just sympathetic to the cause, which is how uh, Columbus put it. I like the fact. So uh, another thing I think it was a miss was like if you're really going to make this like you know and tie it in. Um, so like part of the games is all about you're going. There was another disconnect between that the games and the movie, which I was okay with. Um, the games, you know, like most of the action takes place whenever you're actually trying to go kill somebody. Mm. Um, I think this person is a Templar secretly, and he's working against you, and he's trying to do this, and he's oppressing the people in this way, go kill him. And so you go, go kill this person. Mm. And then maybe getting away is tough, but like always, like the beginning part is always sneaking in there. There wasn't really any assassinating going on. There was killing. There was only one assassination. It was right at the end. At the end, sure, yes, yeah. you're right. That was cool. That was cool. But they should have just blown up that whole place because they're all Templars. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean... That was just, and, and I'm sure they got the apple back. I mean, that was the point. Was getting yeah. the apple back. Um, right. But uh, like in the in the games, I'm trying to hang on. What was the point I was making? Uh, talked about man. I confused myself that time. <laughs> um, we were talking about the the dis- There's a disconnect in in, uh, in like so. A lot of times you're going after someone rather than running away. Oh, okay. So the way that could have made this cooler, like in that, especially in that last scene, whenever they're all together mm-hmm. in London, is like supposedly there are members of the Templar who are like high ranking officials in the government. That's right. So like they should could have said you know like you know you're just an offhanded like you know your seats here Mr. President or something like that right. you know and like somebody sits down and and it's implied that oh man like these are these are the top leaders in the government this right. the corruption runs high right. and uh because that's part of the lore they just didn't do that they didn't do that with the ending there, which I thought was odd, because yeah. like, well, Christopher Columbus, he's sympathetic to the assassins and this, you know, Sultan. You know, I did think that that was a cool thing because, like, in in the games, a lot of times they'll come up with like historical figures from the time yeah. period, or sometimes they'll take them out of their own time period, like shift to their uh, their time by a few years or whatever, just to get them in the game or whatever. And so the Columbus thing was a cool, like, you know, kind of throw out to that where it was like, oh, that's cool. Um, that reveal. Like it, she said, you know, it was Columbus. I was like, oh, oh, you know, I thought that was a cool moment. And I thought that overall, like whenever you were talking about um, how there were so many different things going on at once and it was like kind of a slow reveal over time rather than one big thing. I was like, oh, the Columbus thing was one of those where it was like that felt more like it paid off more yeah. than some of the main plot line of the thing. Because oh, yeah, it was sure. a, it was an immediate like she says, oh, it's Columbus. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I just realized what's happening. And then then, you know, whereas the other side of it is like it's just the slow low reveal of like oh well, yeah because they wait, spent what? they spent Wait, so what? much time in present day and that you know like yeah. the 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 reveals like you know like that kind of happened in the game pretty quick yeah you know, because like oh here's Benjamin Franklin or you know right. here's this person and uh, it didn't because we didn't spend any time like we didn't spend honestly we spent the action sequences in the past and that was it like yeah because in the games you'll go up and you, you, there's a lot of like well I'm gonna go talk to this person now. Yeah. I'm gonna go talk to this person now, like, or this person has this item and I need it. You yeah, know, and you go steal it. Yeah, that would have been cool too. Like that's and and honestly, if, if they'd done that, like that's that's what the Christopher Columbus thing kind of felt like. Yeah, and it would have been cool if it was more of a you know national treasure kind of like detective kind of feel. You know, like we're trying to track this thing down yeah. through history, and 
we're just jumping into the animus or jumping times. Like you can jump times in the animus. You do that in the games. Right. Um, well, and like I, I assumed that like most of that had already happened. Like where, where all of the other people who are, are there, his, his, yeah. the other assassins, um, they've been in the animus and they figured out, Oh, this person didn't end up with it. This person. Didn't. And so he was the last one that, you know, potentially could have possibly ever had it. Right. And I just so, think that that's more intriguing than like this weird, like, convoluted story that they did come up with yeah well like the one that they went all in on you know because mm-hmm. it's like that story can exist but it felt more like a side story rather than the main story yeah you know yeah so yeah so it was a little weird like i mean i think for what it is it was done well yeah i just think it could have been better if they had done it differently yeah i mean i yeah and that's that's uh that's not necessarily like you said a critique of the story it's just a critique of like you know how you delivered it like the yeah. the the actual like what you focused on or the yeah it's not a critique on the lore yeah but it's like a critique in the like how you like this wasn't done in, in the same way as like an assassin's creed game there's a reason they're effective in terms of the story yeah definitely but yeah i don't you know like uh i liked it i enjoyed it i yeah i enjoyed myself while especially like like I said, I felt like a lot of times I was biding my time to the next action scene, I, yeah. but they paid off. Like it was never like I was waiting for the next action scene and then it didn't satisfy me. I totally you know? watch another one. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, and it's it's. Uh, I, I can't say that for a lot of movies we watch. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, it's, and it's uh, it's a stylish movie too. Like the way that yeah. it was shot. Like I mean, there wasn't wasn't anything where it was like, oh, this was shot terribly. You know, Pirates so. of the Caribbean was a good like I think. Um, was a good reference. Like I, I feel like you know it, it did remind me of those kind of that kind of style like movie. I mean, I know that wasn't what was that ten years ago now. Yeah. I mean, so more than that, it it, it felt like a, a movie from that era. Yeah, definitely. If, if that makes any sense, with the set pieces and the action and like kind of the 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 plot twists that are in there all over the place. You know, like I yeah. felt like you know something that would happen in a movie from back in the day. Yeah, definitely. And I, again, I. A lot of that action feels very much like that, and that that was one of the things that I missed uh, in some of the Pirates of the Caribbean sequels mm. was some of that like that stylish kind of fun mm-hmm. action yeah. where you go from point A to point B right. and you do all this cool stuff in between. And so this had all of that, and that yeah. was fun. So yeah, yeah. ready to rate this? I think so. Um, yeah, that's everything, man. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna give this a solid eight. Solid eight. I'm gonna give it a uh, lean on on the a little bit lower than that, about a seven, something like that. Where All it's, right. it's uh, yeah, a seven. I'll, I'll just lay it there. All right, that's it for this week. Next week we're gonna be talking about our uh, favorite things of 2016 yeah. and our game of the year and like just kind of like everything that happened this year and uh, we'll talk through all that and uh, we'll ring in the new year looking back. Maybe looking forward. I'm looking forward maybe a little. Maybe a little. Maybe we do that the next week. I don't know. Okay, there's a lot fine. of stuff. There's a, well, you're talking about even just March. True. We yeah, talking we, we, about do the movies. To, we need to run down everything that's coming. I mean, and and yeah. Movies, yeah, games, all that kind of stuff. We always do that anyway. Yeah, so, for sure. Next week, we're looking back. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at chriswright250. And johnwright777. And at stayontargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. All of your friends. All of your friends. Every single one of them. Tell them. Tell them now. Shout it out. Like, just scream it. Wherever you're at, you're probably in a library. 
going to get kicked out, but that's but, yeah, okay. Yeah, a lot of listeners listen in the library. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, there's going to be they're lots of They're probably in their car. <laughs> they're, they're on their, uh, it's the only place to get broadband, isn't <laughs> good, it? Good grief. <laughs> that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.